all you need to know the bloomberg quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business good morning it's friday this is the daily morning update from bloomberg quint and i'm alex matthew here's everything that you need to know before you start planning your weekend first to news on the indian economy It seems the monetary policy committee was justified in hitting pause on rate cuts despite near certainty that another cut was in the offing. Retail inflation surged to the highest in over 3 years in November led by a steep rise in prices of vegetables such as onions and pulses. Consumer price index inflation jumped to 5.54% in November compared with 4.62% in October. The CPI food index surged to 10% compared to 7.89% as vegetable prices increased by 36% over last year. A Bloomberg poll of 36 economists had estimated inflation at 5.3% in the month of November. Meanwhile, India's industrial output contracted for the second straight month led by weakness across segments as the economy is yet to show signs of picking up. The index of industrial production contracted 3.8% over a year ago in October this year. It was however better than the estimates and the previous month's reading. The IIP contracted 4.3% in September and 32 economists polled by Bloomberg had forecast IIP to contract by 5% in October. Economists have theorized that the ongoing slowdown in the economy is the result of a slowdown in consumption. In fact, that slowing consumption has also had a bearing on the government's tax collections, and slowing GST revenue collection has substantially increased the compensation the central government has to pay to states for revenue lost on account of the nationwide implementation of the indirect tax. In April to July 2019 the center paid states as much as 45,745 crore rupees in compensation that's a 143% jump over the same period last year. States have not been paid this compensation since August this year though but the finance minister Nirmala Sitharaman said yesterday that the center would honor its commitment. She did not say by when the dues would be cleared though. Domestic air passenger traffic finally grew in double digits, clipping at 11.2% in November after growing in single digits till October this year. The aviation regulator attributed the increase to the onset of the tourist season. The Bharat Bond Exchange Traded Fund received bids worth nearly 3000 crore rupees from anchor investors. The ETF will be available as a new fund offer from today till the 20th. If you're not in a hurry though, listen to the BQ Big Decisions podcast over the weekend and it'll help you decide whether you need to buy this fund. The National Anti-Profiteering Authority has accused Nestle India of making undue profits to the extent of nearly 90 crore rupees by not passing the benefits of a reduced goods and services tax rate on its products to consumers. 
In international news, President Donald Trump signed off on a so-called Phase 1 trade deal with China, averting the December 15th introduction of new U.S. tariffs on about $160 billion of Chinese consumer goods. That's a Bloomberg story and no official announcements have yet been made. The deal presented to Trump by trade advisors yesterday included a promise by the Chinese to buy more U.S. agricultural goods. Officials also discussed possible reductions of existing duties on Chinese products. The terms have been agreed, but the legal text has not yet been finalized. A White House spokesperson declined to comment. Meanwhile, also in the U.S., the House Judiciary Committee is likely to vote on two articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump as early as next Thursday. The hearing began with the reading of the two charges against the president, which are abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, and quickly turned to Republican complaints about the impeachment process. A simple majority vote by the House, where Democrats hold as many as 235 of the 435 seats, on any article of impeachment will send it to the Senate for consideration. In international markets, U.S. averages gained around three-quarters of a percent, possibly owing to optimism of the signing of the Phase 1 deal between the U.S. and China. In the Asia-Pacific region, too, all three early risers began with healthy gains. In fact, the Nikkei 225, last I checked, was up over 2%. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the end of the week? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. The global queues are strong at this point of time. Uh, the SCX Nifty is also indicating a positive outlook. But lots of stocks to watch. Dr. Eddie's will be the big one. Competitor Amnil has launched the Nuaring generic in the US market. Gross sales of almost $976 million. Now, this is negative for Dr. Eddie's as they were anticipating a launch. But due to a CRL, their launch has now been delayed into FI21, which means that competition comes in and will garner a lot of market share there. A lot of reports have come out. City is saying it's a negative implication for Dr. Eddie's, whose approval has been potentially delayed to the second half of calendar year 20. Bank of America, Maryland says that the estimates that they have is $50 million sales for FI21 and 22. And they say if Teva gets ahead, then these estimates too could be at serious risk. Morgan Stanley says that Amnil's launch implies weaker economics for Dr. Eddie's as it when it launches. And Credit Suisse says that the large market size still makes it an attractive bet for the later generic entrants. Tata Motors will be in focus. Tata Sons have increased their stake in the company from 35.3% to 39.5%. Also, the UK elections probably will have an impact on Tata Motors. Naveen Florine is planning a CAPEX program at The Hage with an outlay of 450 crores over the next three to four years. K Rating has revised its rating for the banking facilities to default. All Cargo Logistics has signed a pact for slump sale of some of its assets for a consideration of 108 crores. Biocon will be in focus. They have expanded exclusive licensing agreement for Italy Zumab to include Australia and New Zealand. The DGCA data for November shows that the aviation industry growth stood at 11.1% growth month on month. Indigo's market share increased to 47.5%, while SpiceJet and Air India saw drop in their market share. And in terms of brokerages, UBS has initiated on Sinchin with a buy and a target price of 415 and HSBC has raised SIPLA's target to 562 from 555 as US filing of uh, Tramadol has boosted the specialty efforts of the company. 
but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade thanks sarshan well that's all we have for you on this podcast but do look up the website bloombergquin.com for everything in markets business and politics thanks so much for listening this is alex matthew signing off have a great weekend I hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know. Did you know that you could listen to this show on the IVM podcast app? On the IVM podcast app along with this we have a number of other shows which you think you will enjoy. Listen to Cyrus says with Cyrus Brocha as the host, listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta, The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Verma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.